All right, fans, this is Suzanne from Sit Down with Suzanne, and I am very excited about today's episode because on today's episode, I am joined by none other than Tanya, Tanya J. Miller, who happens to be a author, a coach. I mean, there's a whole lot of things to her resume, but I'm going to go ahead and play our jingle, and then I'm going to introduce you to the fabulous lady herself. So before we kick off the jingle, Tanya, do you want to say hi? Hello, everyone. Excited to sit down with you, especially Suzanne today. So looking forward to the conversation. All right. Perfect. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So like I said, welcome to today's show. Um, My guest, my fabulous guest of the hour, who is another one that is doing the remote um, thing with me. You know, this quarantine got our life all shook up. So (laughs) (laughs) you notice I was very, very careful when I pronounced this beautiful young lady's name because y'all know it. I'm from Jamaica. I have a tendency to mess things up. Just luckily her name doesn't start with an H because um, otherwise, you know, I would have forgotten the whole H. All right. So... Guys, you know, I have no problem with talking, but I am going to introduce my guest to you. She's going to tell us a little bit about who she is, and then we're going to talk about why this is the show for you to listen to. So, Miss Tanya, let's take it away. Let's tell a little bit about ourselves and welcome to the show. Absolutely. I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely hoping that something we talk about today, you know, helps somebody to right where they're at. So, that literally is what I do, you know, as an author, speaker, coach, strategist, as you mentioned, I literally want to help you to figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together so you can do life right and you can do it well. And I do that because I want you to do life and leadership unapologetically and on purpose. It's time for you to do life. Maybe this is the time that you've been thinking about it. So hopefully I'm going to help you to figure it out just where you're at for where you're trying to go. All right. Wonderful. And thank you for sharing that. So Tanya and I both belong to a group called Women of Color Podcasters, which is on Facebook. And, you know, what I love about that group, and we also belong to another group, which is She Podcast. Um, There's uh, so many exceptional females that are out there doing different things. And you know my platform and my motto, um, my mission. It's all about inspiring, motivating, and empowering. And I really, truly have a passion for women and seeing women shine. And you'll know I talk about this a lot, that as women, we need to work together. As women, yeah. we need to collaborate um, we can all shine together. So I was very excited when she reached out to me and, you know, her, I was looking at her platform. It's very similar to mine, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And what that means is we can work together to enhance each other's products. So that's what I love. So this is what it looks like when, you know, women get together, when women talk and, you know, realize that we can take over the world, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can be doing similar things, the same things, but still reach the right people for where they're at because they're assigned to us. 
Absolutely. And you know what? I mean, nobody's going to be you like you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to look like you, dress like you or, you know, whatever. And it's okay. Yes. It is very boring to have somebody that is exactly like you, that does everything like you. You'd be bored. I want to see what somebody else is doing. I want to mm -hmm. chair for somebody else. So Tanya, let's talk a little bit about who you are. I know you mentioned your buyer in the beginning, but I know you mm -hmm. do like a vlog and a couple of different things because I want you to yes. get some new fans out of this. So let's okay. talk about <laughs> all that you do. And then we're going to streamline it and kind of trying to fit you into <laughs> a category. And we'll talk about something specific for the audience because my audience is all about being inspired and just sharing positive information. So let's talk about everything you do because I want to be able to share this with my fans so that they could turn around and follow Miss Tanya. Okay. So definitely um, there is a blog, Talking with Tanya. It's actually been around for at least 15 years. Um, that means we were pre-Instagram, Facebook, social media, all that line. But literally, I, I, I really am about helping you to figure it out and not just figure it out before ever yet because you can be anywhere, you can be at any stage in your life, but if you've made that decision to want to figure it out, if you made that decision to want to do your life unapologetically and to become the leader of your own life, then maybe something I have to say, you know, will be able to encourage you, motivate you, and as Suzanne says, inspire you uh, for where you're at. So that really, a lot of that, that is what I do. That's where you can get all the just, the, the, you know, as they say, the free content, if you will, to help you get your life right. Um, so that's what I'm doing on social media. I have, you know, if you haven't figured out, I'm all about life and leadership. So I have online courses that I talk about that of various topics, you know, everything from, you know, as a leader in, you know, business, how to network and how to connect with people, even if you're shy or introvert. Um, like I am, you know, I have classes, you know, that talk about grace because, hey, you know, we need grace to be able to do, you know, our lives and to do it unapologetically. So there's a lot of different topics out there. There's topics around, you know, getting your your mind right and your life right, which, you know, that's great. But if you haven't put in the work financially, I can, you know, you can't even sometimes I can't even get you past. But Tanya, like, I don't have any money to do any of what you're talking about. So I'm, you know, you may need this free tool that I talk about, you know, a budget plan, I mean, a, a savings plan and, you know, just things to think about and work on, you know, to get your mind right, but also financially to start saving for, to put some of that into implementation. So I hit you for wherever you're at, you know, so I can cover all the bases that um, you may, you may basically bring up to me as reasons why you can't do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. Um, you know, definitely as a speaker, you know, I right now we all virtual. So, you know, opportunities to reach out, you know, when you hear of amazing women like Suzanne and what they're doing with their platform and their audience and that they're open to allowing, you know, connection, community and collaboration. Hey, why not? You know, it's a way to be able to, you know, reach you where you guys are at and what you may be um, wanting and have been asking for. And I may just be able to add a little bit, you know, of my, my tea and, you know, my sugar to her tea and, <laughs> and, and we make some sweet tea for y'all. We make some, you know, get a little herbal tea or something. So it's definitely um, great to be able to pivot, you know, and adjust 
in climates, but still be able to do what you know you're called and assigned to do. And then, of course, you know, as a coach, you know, same thing, you know, re, you know, pivoting, but still, you know, doing what it takes for the current clients, but making sure that anybody that needs what I have knows that it's available. And then as an author, you know, I think I probably have enjoyed and loved writing for a long time. Um, I don't think I had it intentional to know or think I was going to do a book, but I think I just knew I had something to say. So when the first one project came out, Mind Matters, the rest has been history. And so three projects later, six books later, fourth one on the way, um, you know, I just literally, my passion is to do purpose and to help leaders, individuals, organizations to do the same. So if I'm able to do that in any form or way that you feel that I'm that you receive what I offer and what I do, that's what I'm aiming at and that's what I'm about. My goodness, that is wonderful. You certainly are a phenomenal woman. I oh, love thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. You are too, Miss Suzanne. You are positively a phenomenal woman. Okay? Oh, oh, look at this. This mutual self-adoration going on. You'd think we're old yes. friends. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what I want females to recognize. You know, another woman is not your competition. Another mm -hmm. woman is there to enhance you and to make it better. You know, fix her crown. I, when I read your bio, I mean, I could have like written this for myself except you know the six books and we'll talk about that okay. uh, <laughs> but just you know the things that you represent you know you talk about life and leadership unapologetically you know I'm always talking about with intention you know mm -hmm. um, there's a gospel song that says God you know he's intentional mm -hmm. and girl I feel that I, I believe that because I think that we have to live everything with intent um, you know, otherwise you're not going to accomplish what you set out to do. And you said something that I, I, I agree with. I mean, you said so much that I agree, but one of the things I just want to bring it back up, you know, you talk about excuses. A lot of times we get in our own way. Listen, you saying my stuff. <laughs> oh, you all, we all, oh, I know we going to dig in. Yes. Oh, that is the truth. We that do. is the truth. We do. And, you know, we will definitely talk about that. But like, you know, she mentions excuses and, you know, things like that. And I'm not saying, you know, things happen. Let's talk about now. Like right now we are suffering from a pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We have COVID-19. So many things have changed. So, you know, we could say, you know what? Well, I really need people out there. I really need to be out there with the public. Um, or you could still go ahead and do your stuff, you know, make do with what you got. Absolutely. Yeah. We, I mean, that's, we have to, like, we have to figure out you know, you know, that thing where they say, you know, when you continue to do the same thing over and over again, expect results mm. you, like that's like expecting the expecting and never going to actually succeed. You know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, we have to figure out a way to adjust and pivot and still, you know, live, still be and not allow whether it's in certain or indefinite times, not allow that to change us or, or get us stuck like we have to figure out a way to still keep doing life and to stay inspired and to stay positive and to to make the most out of a situation like you know the, the, our parents didn't say that just to say it they said it because that's really how we have to figure out how to do life
No, you do. And listen, things happen, things come up against you and you know, but you still got to push through. I mean, the worst thing you can do is just lay down and says, well, that's it. I can't do anymore. And not saying we won't have moments when we're like, Lord, you know, take this cup from me. Even Christ himself said that, right? Take this cup from me. But we also have to realize that we've got to get up and then we've got mm -hmm. to do it. Take a moment, yep. rest, drink some water, yeah. get your strength back, but yeah. come up and come up like a lion. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Process the pain, but don't let the pain stop you. Exactly. And, you know, I, I have to go back to something you said earlier, like pre-social media. I don't even think I remember what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> When you had to wait forever to get on the internet, listen. Girl. <laughs> when you had to wait on them to see your email and remember they log in, oh, and you know they didn't have access to a computer at their house, so they had to go to the family member that had computer and the internet. Listen, you know. Girl, I know. We had one computer. <laughs> we had one, right? The family yes. room here, right? That's where it was. Yes. And we had to wait from that dial up and, you know, <laughs> that AOL sound. It's like, in, it's like, it's in my brain. I can't forget it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and then somebody dare call you while you're dialing up and kicks you off. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> or you had to switch it, the internet, you had to switch. Listen, y'all don't understand how privileged y'all are. These you're kids. the this crisis, <laughs> and y'all got the internet. Listen. Yo, these kids, <laughs> they don't know nothing because I'm telling you, like my daughter, they have a cell phone and, you know, they have a tablet for their games and they have a laptop. Luckily they do because they're going to school and then they have access to like my computer, like the desktop, like there's just mm -hmm. so much <laughs> like yeah. things they have access to. And they don't know, girl, the other day, my daughter, she was like trying to research something for school. And I said, you know what, Sarah Jessica, like I used to look it up in an encyclopedia. She's like, what's that? Ooh, I was listen, <laughs> you're taking it too far now. Listen, everybody had a set. And literally, it, it cost, they had installments. It cost so much. They, they purposefully kept them sets till we was all the way through high school because they... I, this was a whole investment. Now y'all got y'all got it online and, and by five different locations. Like, oh my y'all blessed. We had to pull them out, have to cite it in your report, and then if you didn't use the right APA or CPA or if, listen, MLA. Yes, y'all blessed. Y'all don't even know they do. Listen. We do. Like we may have to come back and do a show that you know, like <laughs> back in the day to now, like <laughs> your Uber Eats and your Uber driver, girl, you better walk. To that store lord <laughs> oh lord oh lord and you know what no offense we're not old we're talking here we're not old thank mm -hmm. you but it's just what you guys have now compared to what we have but i ain't mad at you because i'm enjoying it right now oh yeah oh yeah it's just technology has changed and it's been so rapid you know we're literally getting exposed to new tools tips you know, at an exceptional rate, as people are becoming aware of how things can be approved, how things can be done, how just one little change can make the difference, you know. And so as it happens, it continuously um, shifts the paradigm of how we are able to, you know, relate and be, you know, be able to conduct business, be able to just do life. And so with it you know that's like you said that's how we've been able, we were able to connect and be able to even do this virtual podcast because as you mentioned before you you know you you that wasn't normally how you did it but you know because 
of where things have gotten and how we are able to even be in the middle of this but still not be so alone we're actually together in it you know we're not actually socially distancing we're just publicly distancing but we're literally learning how to be more relational all over again and be intentional about it you know because we're able to jump on a zoom part par- birthday party a zoom surprise birthday party or yesterday like my nephew had they had a drive-by baby shower or you can just have food dropped off and delivered at that elder family member's house and you don't have to worry about them going outside you can take care of it like technology and the rapid pace of how it's being happening it's able for us to still figure out a way to be there together to help us to reach more people to help us to be able to inspire and 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 just be together in this fight so um it's it's been great it's been great um to be able to do that and still um pivot in the middle of it and be what we know that we're supposed to be despite the the current circumstances so we're staying positive we're doing what we need to do amen and you know that girl you're, you're just speaking all my language i'm telling you you can switch out our like our bios and <laughs> <laughs> even like when i got the picture and like i just took my braids out like i had those long braids i was uh-huh. like uh-uh this i was like yeah it's kismet it's fate that we met it's fate that Absolutely. you know we are able to talk and like Absolutely. i said we share similar passions. So you talked about shifting the power diamond. You know what we're gonna, and I think it, it really does come down to that. We have to shift our mindset. Um, mm-hmm. As a leader, one of the things I always try to make sure that I don't get caught in the trap, like, well, this is the way it's always been done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because uh, things won't change. Yes, it worked that way for, you know, grandma and grandpa, but it's not going to work that way for us. And if I mm-hmm. want to move ahead and if I want to go further, I have to shift my mindset. I have to change because I want different results. I want great, excellent results. So it's being flexible to change. Y'all, did y'all hear that she said flexible? That's a whole word because so <laughs> many aren't. They, they, they are. They even say they want change. They want this. They want that, but they're not flexible in doing their life differently. If that means you know, you say you want to drop ten, but you refuse to wake up twenty or work or 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 stay at the gym at the job that can help you cut the time. You, you refuse to make the time. So how do you want something but you're not flexible to do what it takes so yeah y'all y'all need to hear that so hit rewind I and know. play that again <laughs> play that again what Suzanne said y'all <laughs> what she said what she said because no girl I'm telling you and I ain't gonna talk about exercise because I've made so many commitments but I'm gonna move on from that so <laughs> <laughs> She said, see, you stepped on my toes, tell you, not today. Not you today. did. We you walked down on. my we street, but you better back up on my street, girl, because you know it. But, you know, we all make excuses for things. But if it's something mm-hmm. that you're passionate about, something that you Absolutely. want, girl, you ain't going to get it. You don't get to be Kobe by not practicing. You don't get to be Michael Jordan by not practicing and perfecting your craft. So you're home during this quarantine if you're not a first responder or an essential worker. Um, and I, you know, I'm going to lift up a prayer for those. But, you know, I'm not saying don't have lazy days. But do something each day that you're going to be able to, you know, move forward in the future. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said something else that was key is the fact that, you know, 
when you're actually ready because that is the also the difference maker you won't move until you're ready you can say it you can write it on your vision board you can have people at the prayer line praying for you but until you are actually ready and you do what it takes you're not you're not you 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 just giving lip service as they say in the church you just give it lip service Girl. but you you actually Make change when you actually want to be the change. Until then, you, you you just talking. You know what I mean. And it's not and it's not to say that to put you down, but maybe just talking about it is helping you too. That's cool if it's helping. Like sometimes you got to build your courage up with affirmations. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you got to say it over and over again. So if that's what you're doing, all right, we gonna me and Suzanne gonna roll with you with some affirmations until you build up your strength, until you build up your courage, until you build up your might. But if you're not doing them as affirmations and you're just giving lip service, then listen, me and Suzanne stepping on your toes today. Okay? <laughs> Lord, so, gotta... so tell us the difference that you're doing. If we do affirmations, we riding. If we not, we, we give y'all the side eye. Exactly. We give y'all the side eye. <laughs> exactly. Girl, like my mama used to say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yes. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know what? Thank you. There's so much gem in that. And you and I will have to collaborate on future projects because it's so scary. (laughs) Listen, that's the one thing about reaching out and having these opportunities that I literally tell people one, I have no agenda. I don't, I don't have a subject. I don't anything. If you vibe with what I talked about and what I represent, then I'm just coming on board to talk to, to just, like I said, add some sugar to your tea and be there for you and what your audience already needs, what they've been asking for. I'm just helping along the way. But the plus for me and what I get out of it is not even necessarily tied to um you know the likes and follows or the sales it's tied to one i'm doing my purpose but more than anything it's allowing me the opportunity to build relationships connection community and collaboration it's allowing me to take my take my um literally what i say what i do beyond my four and no more and, and reach somebody that i may have never re- met met but because of my relationship and connection and collaboration opportunity with you not only will we possibly have the podcast interview, but there's more to come. And so that's what I look for. Like, and it's been amazing. Like, like you said, we already talking the same way as we, we already. And because you, you do what you do the way you do. And if I do it the way I do it, we, we about to make some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Y'all. Girl, we about to do it. <laughs> peanut butter lying. and jelly sandwiches. Okay. They shouldn't work, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, girl. So no, I love it. I love everything about what you say. And you know, you're right. I do believe in, you know, collaborations. I do believe in, you know, joining together with somebody and, you know, um, figuring out a way how to, you know, reach folks. And you mm-hmm. said it best. I mean, and I've said it before in terms of social media and Instagram. Hey, I love social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Um, what else? I don't even know. Somebody told, I have Snapchat. Child, I only got that to follow my daughter. I have no, I, I don't use it. I, I just, there's so much things to do. But what I really wanted to point out with what you said, it's no, it's not about the likes because, you know, there people could be liking your posts, but they're not reading your posts. And mm-hmm. I really rather somebody, if I'm getting five likes, I get five likes. But if one person out of that five comes to me and says, you know, what you said really touched me and spoke to where I am at, it blessed me. I am good versus getting a million likes and it not touching 
not one person. And that's truly mm-hmm. what I believe, you know, and we do, we both use social media as a platform and to reach different people. And there was a meme that went around, um, and I love memes, you know, funny ones. They, uh, it was about, you know, it was a guy and he was at this funeral and like, there was mm-hmm. only two people there. And I remember the person and the person was like, wow, he has over a thousand Facebook friends. You know, and but there was nobody at his funeral. And Mm -hmm. I say that to say this, just because you have a million followers and them all liking you doesn't mean you're actually touching the people. And it seems like, you know, what Tanya is about and what I am about, and we didn't plan this before. It's like Mm -hmm. we're more about the engagement than, you know, the the connecting, the helping, um, you know, with somebody. So if somebody says, hey, listen, I saw your post on Instagram and it was dealing with... I don't know, depression. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like it because, you know, I'm depressed right now. And I didn't want anybody to just associate it with me. And you yeah. want to pick up the phone and says, hey, you know, give me a talk. I'm okay with that. I prefer that than you liking it and it didn't touch you or connect with you in any way. L- listen, Suzanne, do you want me to tell you a real life story? Right, I have I have family members that literally can quote me back and forth to what I said three, four weeks ago. I'm like, you, 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 first of all, you follow me. Second, you actually listening. Third, I ain't never seen you not like, follow, comment on nothing. <laughs> but that tells you that number one, and it, and it further always reminds me that something my dad always would say that there are people watching you that will never even say anything. They'll never respond. They'll never like their comment. But what you say, it changes their life. And you cannot stop based upon these numbers. You cannot stop based upon sales. You can't stop when it's your purpose. You wake up with it, you sleep with it, and it just continues to come out of you because it's who you are. And so that definitely is in the sense if you're on the fence of trying to figure this thing out, if you're trying to figure out if you're making the right moves, if, if you are making the right decisions, starting the right business, in the right business, writing the right book, whatever it is, and, and you're not sleeping with it, breathing it, it's not coming out of you, it's not, it, it's not chasing you down, that might be an indicator you might not be where you need to be or at least not there yet you know and you may need to shift it or a really you know niche down in it ditch down in it to really see what it is about it you actually are called to so definitely know that listen there are people watching you whether you have a platform or you got a social media page just in everyday life they're looking at you and if you stop being you if you stop doing a purpose they may stop so never look at it that what you have isn't a value Everything we are and what we are about is a value and know that you're helping people along your life journey. Wow. That was beautiful and powerful. And, and I thank you. I received it and I send it right back at you because you know what it, it is. It, it has value. And, you know, what your dad says, it's funny because, you know, you had shared with me that you're, you're a pastor's kid. So I'm looking, mm-hmm. if you hadn't said that before, I was like, yep, he's a pastor or he's in the church. <laughs> he's in the yes, church. Uh, I'm a PK. You're I'm a, a PK, PK yeah. you know, and, <laughs> because it comes with, you know, like it for, in the church and, you you know, they say like somebody's always watching because yeah. you know you mess up the first thing. Aren't you that preacher's kid? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Or or have even those expectations or you know all of that. You know, 
But you know, irregardless, I may have failed, but I fell down. But I'm gonna fail right. I'm gonna fall. I may have fell down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fail up. F e l f e l l fail, but I'm gonna fail up. F a i l. I'm gonna fail up because I'm not gonna stay down there. And when you have that mindset, when you have that motivation behind you that this may have happened, but as they said in the in in as the old saints would say, this too shall pass as well. So no matter. You know, if y'all are in the middle of this and you may have gotten laid off, you may have got furloughed, you may have got your hours cut, know that this is just a time and space that we're in, but this too shall pass. So even if you hit bottom, know that there's nothing left but for you to go up. So fail up. Keep going. Use it as an opportunity to, to, to learn why you're down there. Use it as an opportunity to, to shake up things. Use it as an opportunity to pivot and go to maybe that thing that you were too scared of, that thing you were too afraid to actually try out. Listen, if you're already down there, why you can't do the, the worst you can do is not try. You know, mm-hmm. and that's from my mama. My mama would say, nothing beats a failure but a try. Like, you, I mean, it's just. Can't nobody beat you with being you. Mm-hmm. That's what she would tell us over and over again. Like the worst y'all, the worst you can do is not be you. The worst you can do is not try. So while we down here, while we in the middle of what we in, y'all, try, try, try being you. Take try the first being step. You. Take the first step, girl. Absolutely. Nobody can beat you being you. You're absolutely correct. Thank, thank you, Mama, for that saying. Please. <laughs> because... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We have said it many different ways, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, you can't be afraid. Like, you know, fail seven is it I think it was Denzel Washington. I was listening to one of this thing. It says drop fall seven times, get up eight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just get up. Like just get mm-hmm. up. Just start. Just do it. And we know that people suffer from different things. We know oh, that yeah. people suffer from depressions or mm-hmm. you know, which gives them this inability to move forward. But I am telling you, get up. Just do something, do anything. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, and like you said, we understand the realness of that. You know, I literally talk about that in my book, Bond Matters. Like, I literally was in a place I was stuck, but I had to make my mind up. Like, you know, nevertheless, after six hours of unemployment and seven years between my me and my husband and I, you know, nevertheless, after being having chronic illnesses and in pain most days. Nevertheless, after, you know, dealing with, you know, some things on the job, you know, things with friends, things in marriage, you know, nevertheless, I had to make my mind up. Do I want to say here? Cause you know what this is like, like, you know, this, you know, this, it's not fun. It's not happy. It's literally unbearable. So if you, why would I stay in the comfort of what I know? And it's not, it's nothing that's helping me. And I could go to the opportunity of what's next was possible. That's, you know, so that's that's how you have to look at it when you're in it. And definitely, you know, I it's not easy. And that's even what I talk about in the book as well. Like if you are that person that loves somebody and sees somebody and that cares for them and, and you don't know how to reach them because they're going through trauma, they're, they've experienced disaster after disaster, loss after loss, you know, trauma after trauma, mental illnesses, challenges. I'm going to help you to figure out how to reach them because, you know, we're saying what we're saying, but we're also giving you tips, tools, resources, and love. Some other folks just be like, get up, you find dust stop, ain't nothing wrong with you, bye, bye, bye. Like, you fake it. Like, no, no, you can't do that either, though. No, you can't do that. So I'm going to make sure you know how you can reach them or at least, you know, figure out the right way to be there for them. Because definitely it's a lot that people are going through right now. You know, literally, I 
I've lost count over the past year and a half how many people I've lost, both friends, friends of family, loved ones. Like, I've, I lost a friend of a family just last night, and then I lost a family member just a week before. So it's we're all in this, but we have to figure out how we live through it and not just live in it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, I mean, you led perfectly into where we were going and, you know, what we are, you know, the majority of what we were going to talk about today. And I love, like I said, our show's unscripted. So, you know, we just go where the conversation leads us. And Mm -hmm. so far it's led us to so many different places, Um, you know, and you were talking about being an author and, you know, writing from a traumatic place, writing from Mm -hmm. a painful place. So Mm -hmm. how did you decide to write about it? And was writing about it catharsic you know like a catharsis yeah yeah like honestly it wasn't a book at first it was just literally me starting back writing again because like we both have said sometimes it is a lot and you have to pause you have to process it you have to do the work you have to go to therapy you have to start working and doing self-care you have to start back putting your eyes and emphasis on you. And so that does take a little bit of time. And so part of that was me for me was, you know, getting back to writing again. And so I literally just wrote it and I had no expectation that it would be anything. Maybe I thought it was going to be a blog post, but that was it. And the reason I say I had no expectation is because literally I wrote this five years before I ever published the book because I had no idea it was a book. But I got that tap on the shoulder five years later. Hey, Tanya, God, this is me, God. You remember that book you wrote? I was like, I wrote a book? Mm. What book I write? Like, what you talking about? And literally, I had to pull out that no, those notes, find it, you know, old Sprint phone, old floppy disk. Like, yeah, I'm telling my age, y'all. Like, I had to figure out what <laughs> it even was and pull it together. It's not a floppy disk. It wasn't that. But still, like, I had to figure out where it was and pull it together edit it, work on it. Matter of fact, I had to also add up, like, it's like, okay, so you talk to them about it. Now I need you to show them how to do the work. So add a journal to it and have that as a, a book as you're releasing as well. And so, you know, that was it. Like I, I, I but I, I started it as starting back to doing what was me. You know, I ha- what was me was me helping people. What was me was me doing my purpose. What was me was being just as passionate, just as encouraging, just as inspiring as I am about helping people do life unapologetically. And I had stopped. And I had to start back to get in doing me. Little did I know as I started back to doing me that this was a part of what was going to get me back to being me. And it would be something that would be what it, others needed down the road, not just in my head, but an actual book and journal too. Oh my, that is, that is just wonderful. I mean, I'm always blown away by people who are able to write things, you know, from their personal experience and using that to, you know, help themselves heal and to Mm -hmm. then in turn, turn around and help others heal. So, um, a lot of my viewers and, you know, I'm all about positivity and a lot of my viewers, mm-hmm. they're going through things. And I have some people that I coach that are listening to this. And, you know, one of the things I always say to them, like, you know, you're not alone because I oh, think yes. one of the things that, so I'm going to talk church for a minute and come back to real. Uh-huh. So okay. when you're in the church, you know, they always say that like the devil likes to isolate you. 
He mm-hmm. wants you to feel like you're alone and he, you know, mm-hmm. and that there's nobody who is going to understand you. Nobody's going to go through what you're going through. So if you're in the church and you're hurt, you kind of hold it in. And then eventually what happens is you draw away from God. And mm-hmm. I think the same thing happens in real life. Sometimes when we're going through something traumatic, we mm-hmm. tend to isolate because girl, I'm from Jamaica. We don't share nothing. I'm gonna tell you the truth. We don't share. Mm-hmm. So you go through something traumatic. We are ashamed of it. So we push it down and mm-hmm. we don't deal with it head on. And then it starts to come out in other areas of our life. And we mm-hmm. isolate ourselves from those who, um, you know, want to help us and Mm -hmm. it it gets harder and harder to get away. So it's important that you talk about it. It's important that, you know, you not be ashamed of it. So Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to somebody that's going through something traumatic right now? And they feel like nobody has ever had this happen to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I would definitely say that, you know, first and foremost, like like you said, said Suzanne, like that is how, whether you believe it as the enemy, whether you believe it as the universe, whether you believe it as karma, that is how it works. The the way for you to be able to feel the worst about you are, you know, that's even the way, you know, how even, you know, if you look at some of the ways that people that do hurt people do, like they make you feel alone. They make you feel like, this is all your fault. They make you feel like, you know, no, this is nobody would have did this, but you like you did this. Like, and so not only do you feel that way, but you point the finger at yourself or you believe the message of others that point the finger at you. And so what I want to tell you is not to believe it, not to believe that you are the first or the last. You know, I know that may sound very blunt. And that definitely is my mama coming out. But that's what I I want you to know. Like, you are not the first and you are not the last. A lot of times, that's the reason how trauma continues to be what it is and continues to be that way because we don't speak up. We don't open our mouth. We don't speak on the truth. The the greatness and the blessing of what works in support groups and, and in um, those type of relationships, whether it's for support for chronic illness or support for, you know, people that have gone through situations, that's how you get that relationship because you begin to see, I may have, it may have been this slight tweak in what happened to me, but the undertone of it, it happened to to my sister over there. It happened to my friend over there. It happened to this lady that was in the shopping store with me and I ran into her and she just noticed something on me and she just said something and she asked me something and I broke down and she began to tell me, wow, I need you to know this also happened. Like that's how you have those moments when you open your mouth and when you speak on it. I definitely don't think and don't want you to just speak on it to any and everybody. That's not what I'm saying. But I want you to speak and use your voice because as you begin, and this is a, this going to come, not churchy, but as you begin to speak on your truth, tell your story and be able to speak it, you will be able to, to be able to work through it. You will literally be able to evidence this happened, but it, but I am not this, you know, I'm going through this, but I won't have to stay there, you know? And so when that's, when you when you allow the opportunity for what happened to you to silence you, that's how it gets the victory. But when you allow what happened to you to be your story of triumph and to be your weapon and be your tool and be your resource to know 
literally I have um, a god sister and she said this to me she works a lot with um, children as far as um, resources for parents to reduce the preschool to pipeline but also with domestic violence and so one of the things she told me in a situation that happened was she said a person that she had been working with and mentoring had um, or if you were coaching she said that um, she called crying and ashamed because she didn't want to tell her that she fell back into another domestic violence situation. And so as she's telling her the story, she has to make, she has to make her pause. And she says, do you not realize what you just told me? And the person was like, no, she was like, remember the last domestic violence situation you were in, you stayed for 10 years and mm-hmm. lived it. She's like, but this situation you haven't even been with this person, but for six years or, or, or one, six months or one year and you start seeing the signs. And even though you stayed a little bit, you didn't stay 10. So let's 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 give you some praise that you didn't stay 10. You got out of this thing at six months a year. And so even give yourself a pat on the back. You might be in going through some moments and times of that depression is creeping up, that anxiety is creeping up. But you recognize it. You recognize the signs and you reach out now. You don't stay in it two years, three months. You don't let the self-imposed isolation take you deeper. You reach out at six weeks. You reach out at a, a month. You reach out at two days and get your support. You call your therapist. You call EAP. You get in the in the rooms chat room as a support. You get what you need. You listen to Positively Susan. You connect. You don't stay there. You might feel it. You might be dealing with it, but you recognize that you have to deal with it before it continues to deal with you. And so that's what I would say. And that's my mama, too. She would be like, girl, you better deal with it before it deal with you. Like, you don't let don't let that hold on you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't let it hold on to you. Wow. Will, you, you shake it like shake it because the longer you let it hold on to you, the longer it holds you. So don't deal with it. Y'all deal with it. Don't matter if you don't be ashamed that it came back up. Mm-hmm. Do do don't do that no. But do something about it now that you know it did. So yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would give, and that's what I do. You know, you're not alone. You're not alone. Mm. I I tell y'all, I have chronic illnesses. That means I am in constant pain a lot, a whole lot. And depending on when the day, some days I can't even get out of bed, and I'd be like, really, like this? How you gonna do me today, body? Like I have a whole conversation, like. This really what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to play me like this. Like, I got stuff to do. I got people depending upon me. You know how them folks be tripping. But mm-hmm. I have to work through that. And I have to realize, what can I do? How, how, can I, how can I pivot this? How can I work through this? How can I not let this mess up my whole day, my whole mood? And even if it stays the second day, like, how can I process this? How can I, how can I change not what I can, but what I can and and I'm telling you, that's what I said. You're not alone. I, I have to figure out, I have to do the same work. I, I Listen, but know that you have to deal with it because you can't let it keep dealing with you. Wonderful. You know, Tanya, I am, like I said, viewers, when you listen, I, I you got to get right off to this podcast and follow this young lady. She's dropping <laughs> some pearls, some wisdom. She's throwing a little of mom and daddy up in there. And you know what? She's absolutely correct. You are not alone. And, you know, she talked about shame. And I know for a fact that silence ends, ends up breeding shame because the more silent you are about, you start to get shame about something. And there are some traumatic experiences 
experiences that we have gone through and that we have lived through that sometimes, you know, we don't talk about it, but you know, when you give a voice to it, like, um, Tanya says, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't know, you're not only helping yourself, you're helping others because, you know, like she said, don't go around telling everybody, but you don't know how that blesses somebody else. And Mm -hmm. somebody know that you went through that pain, um, you know, and seeing how you're recovering, how you're coping with it will help them, you know, deal with their pain. There's so many different things. There's miscarriages and rapes and domestic Mm -hmm. violence abuse and uh, sexual abuse and all these things that people go through. And then, you know, you talk to somebody about it and, you know, it helps them. It helps them oh, realize. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to that person, you know, from 10 years to less than a year. And, you know, and sometimes it's hard to recognize signs. So for her to like recognize it so quickly, just says, you know, she learned her lesson. So don't yep. be ashamed. Um, yep. You know, it, Things can happen to all of us. And I say it all the time. It just needs to happen once, then you can deal with it. But things need to, um, things can happen and we can't be ashamed of it. We've just be mm-hmm. got to learn how to, you know, face it head on, you know, and not realizing that we're not alone. So I have a quick story. Um, a couple months ago, I was at work and, um, you know, I saw this lady, this customer and, she had on her glasses, nails and everything just looked beautiful. So I was just moved to go over there and tell this woman that she looked beautiful. And I was like, Hey girl, you look good. You know, looking good. And she's like, I don't feel good. And I said, you know, Mm -hmm. Hey, what's going on? And she had just lost her mother. Mm -hmm. She had just lost her mother. And I said, wow. I said, can I give you a hug? And she said, yes, I went over there. I hugged her and, you know, she cried and she cried and she cried. You know, we talked for a little bit and, you know, I don't know. I I mean, I don't say, I don't know. God moved me to go over there and say Mm -hmm. something to this young lady. And she, (laughs) she could have, uh huh. she could have not said anything, but because she said that to me, then I shared with her, I said, you know, Hey, I lost my dad a year ago. And I said, I'm still grieving. So cry if you want to cry. I I know shame in my game and then there was another young lady who worked with me and she had just lost her dad less than six months ago and we were all there standing and hugging and touching and just say you know and just crying because we have lost a person that was so important to us the person who you know gave us life you know her it was her mother who birthed her and both of us was our father and you know I thank God that God led me to her and I thank God mm-hmm. that she opened up because some people would have just walked away and yeah. you know, she, I ended up seeing her after that and she talked about how that helped her. But you know, I brought it up to say that sometimes that's all somebody needs that human connection. And then when yeah. she shared her hurt, like right there, there was maybe five of us standing around and out of that five of us, there was three of us that could identify with losing a parent and it helped mm-hmm. all of us. So I am telling you, your pain has purpose. Your Absolutely. pain can help somebody. Your pain can pull somebody out of where they are to get them to the next level. So don't be ashamed of your pain, no matter what it is, no matter what it is you're coming from, whether it's having a miscarriage, whether it's, you know, coming back from being raped, you know what? It is not your fault. Whether it's you're being sexually abused, Mm -hmm. it is not your fault. And one of the things that I know that, um, 
these people that molest little kids strive on, you know, they, they feed on, they, they convince you not to tell anybody else. But if you tell somebody, you might find, you know, you can prevent the other person from getting, mm -hmm. you know, getting the same Plus thing as you are getting. So Absolutely. talk about it. Have yep. no shame. Talk about and it. And no fear. No and shame no fear. and no fear. Cause like I'm telling you that silence breeds breeds shame and we're not feeling shame like you said unapologetic mm -hmm. I, I am no longer ashamed of being who i am of living my life intentionally of being a child of god of going after my dreams and goals so Absolutely. that's you know like i said you know we we're just saying same thing just different words you're up on a <laughs> unapologetic and i'm with intention but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but bottom line is we're gonna do it and we're gonna mm -hmm. get you to do it right along with us yes ma'am all right darling so six books tell me about that yeah so i, I talked to you guys about the first project mind matters um Getting out of your head, jumping back into life. We get stuck. I'm trying to help you figure out how to get unstuck back on purpose. And, of course, to get your mind right. So that's a book and a journal. Second project, if you have not figured out, that girl, Linda, my mama, she she all in this. So I, what better to do than uh, give my my followers that have been with me through the years with Taco Tanya a book. Like, they literally were like, I need to meet her. Like, oh my God, she be oh, whew. I think she, I think as they say, I think she snatched my edges. Like, they be like, she be doing it. And so, honestly, it wasn't even my second project, but I ended up just realizing and knowing that it was. And so, it's literally about love and life, the love of our mom trying to teach us how to do life right and well. So it's twenty sayings, some stories behind some of those sayings. Two of them I already told y'all, but the life lessons that we learned along the way. And so I did a book and I did a prayer journal for that. And so it's called Things My Mama Said. Um, and I'm going to have a volume two because in it, what I've realized is not only that I'm being able to share life lessons and wisdom with my readers, but my family has basically, you know, asked me, they literally asked are you doing another one? Are you doing a volume two? Because they have seen it as a way of me passing down stories and legacies. So the second one that I'll be working on, um, I'm actually working on it. Um, it will include just other phenomenal women in my life. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them have passed even in this past year, um, but it will be me sharing a bit of who they are they're saying there's some stories that either may have been me, may have been their daughter or son or whoever, but it will be a story behind it that them saying that's that and then a life lesson as well. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Like I said, especially with the, knowing that um, I have to treasure their, their life and give it testament uh, for what for the time that they were here. So that's coming out sometime next year and then the third project it's a mini mini book it's a mini book and a mini guide but it's called the pro series and it's reminding you that there is a pro in you and because there's a pro in you you have the provision to do life and to do it right and well so mini book mini journal all the projects are on my website shop.tanyajmiller.com that's the direct link 
or um, Amazon where you can get the books and digital print and audio because I'm an audio girl. So I had to make sure I put them out there and then they're in print um, for the journals. But yeah, like I, like I said, I started with one, three projects down the line, six weeks later, fourth project coming out sometime this year called Motivated Effort, reminding you that the effort, the motivation, it's an inside job. It starts with you. So, you know, who knows if it'll be 20, 40, I don't know, but they keep coming. So I got to keep doing what I do, which is, you know, helping people wherever they're at with what I have to give. Hey, you better keep on doing it. Keep on listening to God telling you what to do, right? My yes. goodness, that's outstanding. Well, young lady, it seems like you have so much going on. I'm so so proud of you. Don't even know you from all that, that, but I am so proud of you. I like to see people, you know, striving. I like to see people, um, you know, uh, living their lives and going after their passion and living it with intention and just, just being the best of themselves. There's nothing greater than to see somebody truly living their passion and being all that they can be. Absolutely. Well, I thank you as well. And like you said, we were, we found each other. We connected. Definitely going to work together. But that means for us to connect and meet, you are already doing your thing, doing it intentionally, being the source, the light of power and positivity. So we just both out here doing it and doing it you know, doing it and doing it That's <laughs> on it. purpose. So. <laughs> we are doing it unapologetically and intentionally. So yep. <laughs> that's how we're doing it. So, I mean, I, I love people and I love connecting with people. And I, I am, I will admit that I am from Jamaica. So a lot of times I, I was, I wasn't comfortable sharing, you know, what I've been through. And mm -hmm. I like the fact that, you know, I've been able to share what I've been through and it's helped others. And it seems like, you know, it's the same thing with you. And one thing I want to touch back on that you had mentioned, you know, you are, uh, unfortunately, most of the people that would have had a significant impact in your life that, you know, they're no longer with us. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I heard something the other day, I honestly don't remember if I heard it from a TV or a movie, but, you know, it said somebody only truly dies when nobody alive remembers them. Mm -hmm. So they are alive in your memory. They're alive in yes, your sir. love and yes, putting them in print. That means that somebody else will always remember this. So they will live forever because those books will be around forever. So that is such an honor and a tribute that you're doing for them. So absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Miss Tanya. So I enjoyed our chat. And one of the downsides about this, you know, all good things must come to an end. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, we could talk forever. But you know what? Um, there were so many projects that I was working on. Some I have to put off because of this quarantine. Um, mm -hmm. But there's so many things that are coming down the pipeline. So I'm so glad that we got this opportunity to connect. And thank you so much for reaching out that we got the opportunity to collaborate and just go on a show. And it really is about encouraging and empowering other people to, you know, live their best life. So yeah. I appreciate you coming on and, you know, there's so many things I'm going to have you share with the audience, how they can connect with you. Um, and I'll put that in when I do my post on social media, let them know how they can connect with you, get your books and all that. And, you know, let's, so I'll have you just do some self-promotion here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely 
follow me, like me, reach out to me on social media. That's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, that's where you can find me talking with Tanya. And for sure, definitely um, check out the website. All the links are actually on the website at TanyaJMiller.com. But there you'll be able to find information on speaking, information on the books, direct link to the store shop com. You can find information on coaching information. If you want to reach out to me as far as speaking or, you know, me be on your podcast or your panel or your summit as well. Definitely always looking to, like I said, do what I do on purpose. So that's out there. Also, I have online course courses on life and leadership at school.tanyajmiller.com. I think I mentioned a few. So connect with me, check me out. Definitely make sure to let both me and Suzanne know how you felt about the show. So when she puts it out there and she tags me, you guys like it, you guys comment, you definitely show her some love, you know, and support with everything she already has, what she's doing and what she has coming. Because when you guys give us the love, we can continue to be able to do what we do and help more people because that's our assignment. So you helping us help so many more that don't even know about what we have to offer. So thank you for sure for allowing me to connect and you know I'm excited for whatever we do next because I'm sure it will be intentionally unapologetic oh my goodness girl I love it I love it no I I appreciate you so much I thank you for coming on and you know she said it um please go ahead and follow her on social media and you know share your feedback and your thoughts what you think about the episode I know it's gonna bless somebody I know listening to her she blessed me she dropped some wisdom she dropped some gems and I know uh, the saying that says, you know, the only time you stop learning is when you're dead. So never be too proud or too, you know, too smart for your own goods to think that there's nothing left for you to learn. So I learned a lot today listening to my guests. So Miss Tanya, I appreciate you coming on. And don't worry, you and I will definitely collaborate again in the future. Our energy was just too fantastic. and was just so easy to talk to you. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be some lives in our future, some okay. eight ig live some facebook live until one day we might meet live right (laughs) yes 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 for sure all right yeah i told you the best is from jamaica so i i'm I'm planning to get there wherever you're at i I definitely um i'm sure we will make the opportunity work and fit in the future all right then also she comes from jamaica all right that's it so she knows so just ask her about them h's and say listen is it true she'll tell you I plan it on it. I plan it on it. You know, it. we could say hallelujah, but we can't say hair. Air. You see it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, darling, I thank you for coming on. And to my wonderful, fabulous fans, I thank you for listening. And I'm going to have Miss Tanya take us out. Thank you guys again for the opportunity for just mo- both myself and Suzanne to intentionally show up in your lives and encourage you and remind you to be unapologetically you on purpose. Um, I actually came across a quote today by one of my favorites, which is Dr. Miles Monroe. And if I can leave you guys with just this one thing I want to just say to you is that, um, you know, whatever you look at and whatever you're measuring as your measure stick of success, know that it's not just about existing. It's not just about being here. It's about making it to the end of the reason of why you were born and why you were born is to fulfill purpose. So no matter what you may hit as a stumbling block or roadblock, you have this time 
And so do it. Do it intentionally. Do it with positive. Even if you fall, fail, fail right on back up because you have purpose. It's assigned to you and it's intentionally for you to be able to help somebody else along the way. So when you show up, show up for yourself, show up for others and continue to be unapologetic on purpose. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Suzanne. You guys follow, like, comment because she's doing amazing things. Thank you.